Hello everyone, welcome back to my podcast Perception 101. This is the third episode of the season Hardwired. In this season, I discuss with my guests certain aspects of various topics which shouldn't be stigmatized anymore and everyone should be educated about. Because the society needs to understand that removal of these stigmas around such topics is important for the coming future. Before the episode starts, a small request for all my listeners. Follow Perception 101 on Instagram and Facebook. My podcast episodes are available on various platforms, the link of which can be found in the bio of my Instagram account. Also, do DM me with your reviews. I would really appreciate that. And do share my episode if you find it helpful. Now, let's get started. Today, we are moving towards being a modern society that doesn't know what being modern really means. The discriminatory nature that has formed within the people of India makes us blind about what is wrong in our society consciously or unconsciously. Two of the things we see but overlook or completely unsee is misogyny and also toxic masculinity. I chose these topics because it has been rightly talked about by a lot of feminists and a lot of us don't understand these concepts but know what it is indirectly. So before I begin the podcast, let me welcome our guest for this episode, Jafreen Akhtar. Welcome to my podcast, Jafreen. Hello. Um, thanks for inviting me to be a part of this summit. I'm Jafrin. Um, I identify myself as an intersectional feminist, as well as I'm doing some youth work since four to five years now. I also founded a youth-led social venture in 2018 called Spread Love and Peace. Mostly you would find me reading about young people or sometimes gazing at the moon and stars and just journeying my life around. And lastly, maybe not the least, I'm a workaholic and I love flowers. You're not that older than me and still have worked 4-5 years as a social worker. That's commendable. When I talked to you for the first time, I really was intrigued, you know. It was it really intrigued me that your views are the same as mine. But you are more educated and knowledgeable in the topics that we are going to talk about. Anyways, I strongly believe that there is a very strong reason for you to get into this field and try to make a difference. Can we know what would that be? Yeah, sure. The very reason I started doing things was because I was annoyed and agitated by the very fact about how young people are always ignored, boxed in society's expectations and silenced. I was always trying to find my representation and visibility of young people, but it was quite challenging for me to find one. And that is not just because I'm young, I'm also an SMS Muslim woman, and that makes it harder for being accepted by the society the way I am. By looking for spaces for myself in all these years, I built one for others. It's just amazing that even going through so many problems in getting a representation for yourself, You built a space for others. It shows how strong of a reason it is that you and people with the same will and the thought process as you have the need for representation, appreciation and acknowledgement. So Jafreen, the thing is that I have always known what misogyny is but didn't know it is called misogyny. And I am sure that a lot of our listeners have the same feeling like me. I have seen a lot of people hating women for no reason at all or when one sees an empowered woman, they have that hatred inside them. 
and I have always wondered why. As I said in the beginning about society fitting young people into boxes, it's everywhere, you know. People are not ready to understand nuances and try fitting everyone in those small boxes, and that's where the problems start. Today, I'll talk about a few of those boxes, which might have several reasons, but the umbrella is patriarchy. Mind you, patriarchy. It's an oppressive system of men by men to hold power and exclude the women and non-binary people. When I say this. I mean all men do not actively take part in practicing misogyny but still through their ingrained practices by being complicit in the acts have benefited from it and some men have even carried that on for generations which maintain and perpetuate patriarchy I acknowledge their efforts who have been trying to come out of it and increasing participation in eldership though there's a long way to go It's a built systemic oppression. It transcends geography, race, religion, politics and workplace. Some people would argue that the divide is natural and biological and believe that this incidence of oppression and abuse stand in isolation as personal experiences. But that's very untrue. That's the power of patriarchy, you know, to capacitate itself to make it as invisible as possible. For the longest time the male supremacy has been believed and narrated as natural. Why? Because the power to hold a pen was with men. The power to educate oneself was with men and to write about it and share it with the world was with the same men. <laughs> so who tells our side of the story? <laughs> men sadly. And Misogyny is one of the ideals followed under patriarchy, built on systemic oppression and brutalization of women and the queer. I really love how well you have put it. The way you have explained things right now is so strong that I'm so sure that all of our listeners would get the idea how deep-rooted patriarchy actually is, and the fact that everything has always been done by men at first. even telling your side of the story explains how important it is to change things for good but why do i feel that homophobia transphobia sexism uh, internalized misogyny toxic masculinity are all interconnected of course as i mentioned earlier the umbrella is patriarchy and that holds the idea of oppression to have male supremacy Misogyny means hatred towards women that ultimately leads to suppression of them. This is the second box that I'll majorly talk about today. You might have heard women being told not to wear shorts, look beautiful, keep smiling, not be much rational or educated, not to tell a no, rather compromise, not be louder, not be successful than men, and so many more. All of these judgments come from misogyny and lead to casual sexism and oppression. Women are expected to act and be in a certain way to be pure, ethical and divine. They are dehumanized and fit into the box of being a good, modest woman. And those who break those shackles become too rebellious, too ambitious, too modern, sometimes too outspoken, too rude and even too disobedient. There are other societal boxes made for gender non-conforming people and men too. 
those people who love makeup high heels bright colors like pink orange yellow or emotional seek help cannot perform heavy tasks which involve much physical work are considered to be not men enough and subjected to trolls and bullies men are asked to not be empathetic not to cry not to do daily home chores not involved in their children's affairs much because that's what a woman is supposed to do right <laughs> and all of these just don't affect men alone it affects all women become the sole homemaker caretaker of their kids gender non conforming people are unaccepted because of being fluid to feminine to masculine or simply for not fitting into the society's for boxes as a result hence all of these keep the women and non binary people away from things which are considered as male affairs and of course patriarchy connects them all that is why feminists say that we don't hate men we hate patriarchy which believes men to be the sole decision maker and authority when you said pure all i was thinking was how could one define a human being to be pure or impure as i said earlier misogyny is something that is practiced in our society either consciously or unconsciously this has made trolling or bullying people who are not considered to be following societal norms so common I mean it has increased so much in the past few years or I guess it has come to light more in today's time. The biggest thing is that so many of us don't even understand that it actually affects all of us every single human being one way or the other. This brings me to an important question. How is misogyny present in our everyday lives? Like I can actually connect a lot of things right now to misogyny that I see like a few things when I see it, which I see in my home within my family in social media in the news anywhere etc uh what would you say about that it's it's very evident i mean just look around um at home a parent does not want a girl or gay child because we all know how indians are obsessed with their raja betas um a workplace authority want possibly want a female colleague because of assumptions like she might not be as smart as a man she might marry and be a child or miss office on a period days and the society at large is just the same society is no different right it's us all of us make the society so whatever we see in movies news workplaces are the replica of what we are as collective people we must change ourselves if we believe what we see in films news social media is not right is it too much to ask if i would say believe in people's individual choices and let people do what they prefer from their heart and mind you do you me do me why is that so difficult to see the other people following their own choices at my home my mummy constantly intervenes about the way i dress up just so that other men do not sexualize me but that comes from a victim blaming culture how can my right to wear clothes become something to call for which i would never want myself to go through there's a theory that i came across that most of the women in the world are scared and keep on protecting themselves from getting raped all their lives <sighs> do you know what that means it's so tiring I have not yet met a single woman who could tell me that they have not gone through any sort of abuse. Each and almost every woman I met day after day had gone through some sort of abuse in their lives 
and this makes me so sad and agitated. Rape is one of the brutal forms of abuse and India reports one case of rape every 15 minutes. That's just reported I mean we don't even know how many of them go unaddressed. And here we teach girls how to not get raped rather than teaching boys and men not to rape by saying things like you know do not wear short clothes do not go out late and stuff we are simply cancelling out the fact that women wearing short clothes or women staying out late are not the only ones who are raped by men children old aged women women in burqas sarees women in religious places and so many other women are also raped by men and we cannot erase that in fact men get raped too but that again is not believed or counted because of the present toxic masculinity in our society which believes men can't be that weak to be raped by a woman or another man they are not supposed to be weak oh my god and that's so dehumanizing i tell you when you don't believe a victim and rather gaslight them it saddens me today that we as a developing nation and proud citizens of india do not have the basic courtesy to believe and acknowledge so many of the things that you just mentioned even i have seen how many of my relatives especially aunts ask my cousin sisters on how they should behave or wear clothes or anything else they actually believe it to be true that women who uh, you know they women are the ones who attract such things i mean just use simple logic how can a victim be a culprit i used to be sad about not having someone to call my own sister but understanding this society right now has made me think otherwise i mean seeing what my cousins sisters and female friends have to go through makes me so sad and helpless patriarchy has given rise to so many other problems even being a big issue itself what do you think like will patriarchy you know ever be erased and what about gender equality can it be achieved in reality with so many ingrained practices well for me it will be difficult to say if we'll be able to erase patriarchy or not um, but i think definitely things are getting better with feminism of course and i really thank those feminists who were there before me and fought so hard so that we have our right to choose choose what we want and what we don't with men like you and many others in my circle who have feminist beliefs and ideals the society can definitely be on the brighter and safer side We need more and more feminists to dismantle such oppressive structures which calls for brutality against women and the queer and in fact is an enemy for men themselves even if gender equality is achieved i think it will be a bit difficult to erase misogyny and toxic masculinity because of the very fact it being so ingrained in the bones of people i also don't believe that to achieve the reality we should have matriarchy because reverse oppression can't be a solution i remember very well how kamla vasin says the opposite of patriarchy can never be matriarchy it has to be equality so yes we must not see it as an utopia and rather try to achieve it through everyday affairs by starting with little things we have already set the bar low i mean but i guess setting the bar low is one way of being on the safer and the optimistic side And I totally agree that reverse oppression can never be an option. What feminists want is equality, but not to oppress men in any way. 
the opposite of patriarchy was is and has to be equality and yes it is difficult but not impossible at all to remove misogyny and toxic masculinity from our society there was another thing that i wanted to talk about though i have heard a lot about the savior syndrome in men can you enlighten us on this <laughs> um i think there is not much to talk about here because there are visible examples already in front of us that we see or hear every day i'm talking about commercial hindi films people fan over movies like tabang ddlj khiladi arjun reddy and anith more movies like these which show savior syndrome that a man carries i used to love sharuk and the very first time i watched srk crying in kalhona ho i mean on screen tears rolled down my cheeks immediately and i remember thinking how come such a heroic man cried so subtly it was very different for me because before that i never saw a male hero crying on screen a hero is never expected to be hurt break down cry or get emotional right because crying is considered to be weak which is deeply problematic that emasculates men the heteronormative masculinity that the society tries to bring out is unachievable for a lot more men than expected and this leads to stigmatization of mental health body shaming and lands up in an identity crisis for those who don't believe in these traditional ideas of masculinity or are unable to associate with it films are not the actual problem the actual problem is normalizing such ideas and projections that makes it difficult for those who don't want to fit in those boxes i actually don't get this thing that why someone had to make this ideology that crying is for girls and men don't cry in one of the hindi movies there was actually a dialogue mard ko dard nahi hota mard ko dard hota hai like how can people judge a male human to be a male human on the basis of what he teaches like what dance he teaches or if he is a house husband if he into, you know if he is into fashion like a fashion stylist or loves to sketch and make dresses for women or when he talks about his emotions or ask someone how that person feels i mean how can we judge anyone on the basis of these things if we leave our ideologies sexualities and experiences i guess each and every human being is the same so crying whining working hard teaching dance or music being into fashion beat of any gender studying earning cooking etc everything can be done by each and every human being every human being deserves the same level of respect and should be treated equally no matter how they are who they are what they represent what they look like how they dress how they walk etc this whole thing brings me to a very important question after so many years of experience and voicing out your opinion on such matters what should be done by us what steps should be taken to make things right to answer that i can't really look and find apt personalized ways for each one but yes there's one thing that the literate lot can do educate yourselves read read and read one has to be at constant reading and understand where exactly all of these comes from and then unlearn them slowly it's a very slow process and it will definitely take time because a learning is a journey that one takes towards achieving justice and equity 
I would also encourage people to listen to personal experiences of other humans because the personal stories of oppression do not stand in isolation it is the systems that influence those experiences understand that an enthusiastic yes is only a yes no means no believe survivors stand with them and don't be complicit in the act of abusers even if they are your friends family or colleagues move out of those circles which encourages casual sexist jokes and remarks cry it out whenever you need and let others do the same without any judgment seek help and be of help put your makeup and high heels on or don't for whatever helps you gain self confidence irrespective of your gender choose and let others choose to correct people if they make mistakes call out the problems understand and realize systems of oppression are influenced by race religion caste class gender and politics anti patriarchy ideals can't be compiled in a to do list but i would ask everyone to first look within the urgent neighborhood that is self and the family think and question this prejudices that one carries for others when one finds hating another person because of their very presence just ask yourself where it comes from and is it influenced by anything that the society taught me if the la- later answer is a yes then you must start unlearning that very behavior last but not the least i would say smash those boxes that the society tries to fit you in and do not create one for others to wow woman you have said things so aptly i mean we actually do not have a list of rules to be followed to make things right or we cannot put things on our to do list to just change the society we need to work on it we need to educate ourselves and others we need to be self aware of what we are talking about and what things we are saying to people these are some issues that ha- you know every person has learned some way or the other it has been built in us by our society as we have grown and we actually are used to believing it with our eyes open or closed and even if we are against it today or tomorrow we don't want these things to be followed we will still have 1% of it inside us and that's where being self aware of things has an important role to play and also the conditioning of a child from day 1 plays an important role the things that we say the facts that we share with a child are believed by it for quite some time sometimes they don't realize that it's wrong and sometimes they realize that it's wrong so guys this is it for this episode jafrin thank you so much for these deep insights on such a topic would you like to say something to our listeners to conclude i would share a note from the sangat feminist collective which resonates with me mostly we are in the world together not to win not to compete not to conquer but to educate to nurture and to help each other let us celebrate the power within us all to forget and forgive let our slogan echo everywhere victory of the world and peace thanks for having me here again samarth hope everybody listening to this podcast takes one step at a time and proceed towards unlearning and relearning to follow my work you can check out spread love and peace or the hashtag jeffwear25 on instagram 
Thanks a lot Jafreen for the wonderful lines. I really appreciate that line you said. Let us appreciate the power within all of us to forgive and forget. You inspire me so much and seriously more power to you. I guess it's better late than never that I actually joined you and a lot of people in this journey to make this world a better place. Thank you so much for staying tuned with us guys. I hope our conversation made sense and it helped you guys understand the perspective we are trying to put out there. Next episode next Saturday. Take care and stay tuned.